You are now tuned into PVD Horror Season 2. No, thank you. No, it was bad. No, thank you. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? This is Dave. And this is Brandon. And this is Joshua. And you are tuned into PVD Horror Season 2. Maybe you don't hear so good. Maybe I clean out your ears for you. Hey, this is Diane Franklin, and you're listening to PVD Horror. Oh, Carlos. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, guys? A fucking new season here. Like this, this shit's crazy. We had twenty episodes under our belt and starting a whole new season. I never even thought this day would come, like because it just took so long to get off the ground. Like I think it was probably back in like 2015. Like we just were talking about like doing this fucking podcast, and then it was just like, damn, like we need to do it. We need to do it. And then out of nowhere, we just made this page. And kind of got a, like a good following and everything like that. And everything just fell into place. What do you guys think about it? It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. <laughs> <And> we talked <laughs> about this. We talked about this for way too long, but we got it done. And uh, I was pretty happy with the way season one went. So I am really excited because I know we got some great things on board here for this season. Some more guests. Some, yes. you know, I'm sure these episodes will go terribly wrong but be funny as hell as they always go and uh yeah i'm excited about it yeah man we uh we learned a lot i think the yeah you know, just just doing it so when we started we did the social media then we started moved right into live events and then mm-hmm. from there we did the podcast which uh you know i taught i for me uh building the website and then i was i was doing uh you know trying to get donations and ads and all this i was like you know what i just want to focus on the podcast and it's, I think it's really cool because, you know, a lot of uh, other podcasts have certain formats they, they do or they interview, you know, certain people. And we're so different that it really shows not only in our guest, but it really shows when we start bringing films out to people uh, like, hey, you guys mm-hmm. need to check this out, man. We're, we're all so different. So uh, it's I think I think it was really cool. And I'm so grateful I got to do the first season with you guys so yeah man i'm grateful for you too josh and you too brandon you thought last season was bad josh that we just fucking tortured you with (laughs) jokes and everything get fucking ready because it is this season right here man myself and dave i think we have grown more into like the horror genre and given your like cheesy film the shot and so i think that we're just like well-rounded now and so it's just like i see nothing but like good things coming in this season yeah so josh just get fucking ready that's another beautiful thing like you know we when we started this we were just like hanging out and watching movies and uh you know like i know tons of stuff about useless films that no one will ever watch but you know a lot of stuff about like really high-end movies like with the big budgets and dave knows a lot about you know mumblecore and bukkakis so uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think this season's going to be awesome. 
not you know and i i've i've grown to appreciate uh new movies that come out so yeah. and also remakes i've i've watched a few remakes i'm not as allergic anymore i think oh. so <laughs> good josh i was yeah. gonna say how much this has also changed the dynamics between the three of us because i mean we literally talk every single day mm-hmm. like you know i feel like you know i picturing a day where i don't talk to you guys or if i don't or if we happen to not talk to each other for a day it's like oh man i wonder if something's wrong <laughs> like <laughs> it's so weird like you guys are literally like a daily routine for me now i was gonna say something nice to you josh but then you said i'm into all all i'm good for is bukaki film so <laughs> i'm taking that back man and you it was toast. only that one film you toast to me <laughs> yeah and i feel as though like this season i'm gonna be like all right i need to like go out there a little bit more, like just push it out a little bit more and talk a little bit more. So I had a lot of learn from, um, to learn from. And I know Dave has his wound socket bruise coming for uh, scares and bears this week. So uh, it's just, I think everybody's going to have to have the target on their back. Cause I, I think Dave, I'm coming for you too. Cause there was little sneak shots. You set for me. For <laughs> bring, it, so, Brandon, bring it, man. <laughs> let's do this. All right. All right. So, so let's start off. So we said, you know, this is season two. We want to, you know, they keep up with that theme. So yep. we wanted to introduce this season. We're going to start talking about a favorite sequel every every episode. So, Brandon, you had the idea. What what sequel did you want to roll with this week? I want to roll with the sequel of uh, Halloween 2. So, Dave, I know you're a big fan. You know what I mean? We might as well just kick it off with that. Yep. Season 2. Halloween 2. Yeah. So... This one is one of those for me, like it's, I love Halloween too. I think it's creepy. I, I remember when at first time I watched it, I actually found it scary. Um, the idea of being in like a hospital yeah. for the setting and like when it goes all dark in the hospital, man, that, that does give me, that creeps me out. I always thought it was funny to hear like backlash about that film or from people that like didn't enjoy it as much or they, or even like the process of filming, wasn't it kind of a disaster? Like the filming process from what yeah. I understand, I was always surprised to hear that. Cause for me, I was like, I love that film. I liked, I liked watching the two of them together. I thought it made for like a, a good watch. Um, mm-hmm. And I also found part two to have a little bit more action in it. Uh, be a little faster paced where if you watch part one, there's like some, some lulls. I mean, part one is a classic. I love part one, but there is a few lulls in there. And I think part two is more like the slasher horror that we really go for. Um, so yeah, I, I thought that was a good idea, Brandon. I, you know, I love that film. There was like something I had learned about that film like a, a while ago. And so I just want to bring that up. I thought it was like crazy because we all know about the whole thing with like Nick Castle not being recasted in that film. But did you know that they had the balls to sit there and then they they asked him for the original mask from the first movie to use into the second for Dick Warlock? Like, <laughs> I didn't know that. I, I mean, it a, yeah, it was just like, how do you not like cast him back or even give him a call back? And but you're gonna sit there and call him and say, hey, can we get that mask? <laughs> but yeah, we need that shit. Like, fuck out of here. That's messed up, but, man. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess there was a lot of shit that went down on that film. And so, yeah. like you said, Dave, like with the whole hospital scene and everything like that with the kills, you know, like how the fuck did you fucking lift that lady up with that fucking scalpel? Like, <laughs> and then, like, yeah. You know, there was some crazy kills, but it was definitely one of those films that, you know, 
that did get backlash from fans and everything like that. But to this day, it definitely lives up to like a, a great sequel. So yeah, yeah, and Cherry Moon. On the white horse, man, that is every fanboy's dream. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> he, knows, he knows. He knows. He knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the Rob Zombie one. But like I said, I know we talked about that in the first season when I was talking about all the hate from Rob Zombie, but there was some elements in that Rob Zombie sequel so, that just weren't needed. <laughs> the very beginning of that film, though, does have the hot, it's like pays homage to the hospital setting yeah then it all turns Mm -hmm. out to not be real right or something like that i think she's dreaming or something yeah um but if they had i felt like if they had stuck with that and like actually kind of recreated that setting i feel like it would have been could they could have done it pretty good too um because that part that they did do in that when not in the hospital was good but no josh we are not talking about rob zombie's (laughs) film (laughs) so for the follow-up for the follow-up of that uh like the 2018 halloween it's gonna Pay homage to that film, the sequel also, because it's gonna also gonna start in the hospital. Oh, cool! Yeah, so that's where they were all right. Halloween kills. Shit. Yeah, Halloween stinks. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Still not a fan of 2018, but just the first time we've seen it. To me, it still doesn't have replay yeah. value. But that's I'm, all right. I'm very curious to see how these new ones will be. Yeah. So Dave, are you getting drunk right now? The Moonsocket uh, Brews. It is Thursday. It's Thursday, my dudes. Ow! What is this pour in there? So this is 12 Guns Brewery out of Bristol, and it's a chocolate marshmallow stout. And it's fucking good. Nice. Yeah. Chocolate sucks, man. (laughs) Not if you're not allergic. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Josh. (laughs) Sorry. So that was cool. We just finished up that segment for the sequel. So look out for that sequel um, segment every week our podcast and also on our page and now this is in reporting live on pbd horror this is horror news all right so dave i got some hard news for you coming up this week lions gate and twisted pictures have moved up the release date of spiral and you're gonna the say book that. of saw starring chris rock and samuel jackson to May 14th. Now, how do you feel about that? May 14th. I am excited. I saw... No, but I'll I'll watch it as soon as I can at home. Um, just because I haven't been going to theaters yet. But I, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good movie. Uh, I don't know much about it. I saw a quick uh, sneak preview, I think, and it mm-hmm. looked okay. I'm interested to see what they'll do with it. And you know me, I'm a sucker for the Saw movies. So yeah. I don't I don't see a way that I'm probably not gonna like it, but we'll see. Well, as of right now, they're not doing video on demand for that. There's no date set for that, so it seems like it's just going to theaters. So okay. you might want to just go check it out. Then. Maybe I theaters. will then. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe that'll be my introduction back to the theaters. <laughs> what do you think about that, Josh? You big fan of the Saw series? Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Uh, so Spiral is the name of it. Yeah, I it's I knew it was like, coming out, but I didn't know the name of it. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Okay. I I'm really interested to see where they go with it. Me and my wife sat down and watched all like 972 original Saw movies. So yeah, um, they There's, they were all they're pretty so good. much fun, aren't they? Like yeah, how can you, know, you not well, like them? There was another knockoff yeah. that was really good too. Are you scared? One and two, 
uh, kind of the same premise as Stoa, and they were really good too. I just really like that premise of like, you know, somebody messes with you and you're stuck in this thing. And, and yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. Like uh, I, I'm looking forward to that. When you said spiral, I was, I was thinking of the manga and the, the Japanese yeah. movie came off the manga, but then when you, uh, you started saying, so I, it all came together. Yeah. Um, no, Josh, this so. isn't your Japanese porn. <laughs> Anime. Oh, shucks. <laughs> Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. So that's cool news. I like it. Nice. All right. So Josh, a few episodes ago, we talked about the Resident Evil films and how you were a big fan of them. Today, I just realized that they came out with a title for the reboot series that they have coming out. It's going to be called Welcome to Raccoon City. It will be based on the first two video games of the franchise. The director of the film used some classic films such as Assault on Precinct 13 and The Fog. From John Carpenter. This film is set to release in theaters on September 3rd. What do you think about that, Josh? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. There's only one Alice in my mind. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, oh, what was her name? I can't think of it right now, but uh, she was so awesome. Mm-hmm. So Mila, what is what is it? Like, yeah, uh, Mila Govich uh, or something. <laughs> Jovovich. Jovovich. Um, yeah, she Jovovich. fit profile perfect, I thought. Um it, you know, she's easy on the eyes, she can act, uh, she's a badass. So mm-hmm. uh to replace her, I, I hope it's good, you know. Um keeping an open mind. So here's hoping. Uh, I actually I remember the video games when they first came out because my brother used to play them. Yeah. Uh, I am not a video game guy. So yeah. it should be really interesting to see, nonetheless. Uh, here's hoping, man. Here's hoping. What about you, Dave? Um, I've never seen any of the Resident Evil movies. So no? to me, this means... No? Not at all. What about the games? You play the games? Yeah, I got that. What is it? Biohazard one? Yeah. Uh, I played that one. I like that yeah. one a lot. But so yeah. for me, I think that it's it, it's going in the right direction because it's going to like really shadow and like focus on the video games you know what i mean like from part two like from the first one with the mansion and part two like going into raccoon city like you know what i mean going to the de- um, police department and everything like that so i think that they're doing the right thing i think that the, the films that they have out now were just kind of just their own thing so i like that you know what i mean it's a, one of my favorite franchises and i think they're moving in the right direction so I hope that they do the right thing. And then for those films and taking some of John Carpenter's films as um, inspiration, I think is the right thing to do. So I'm looking forward to it. For sure. All right. I so wonder what that soundtrack is going to be like, though. Yeah. Hey, It's probably going to be dope. If, if it's rolling with John Carpenter, maybe they got Satanic Panic 81 <laughs> doing the scores. You know what I mean? He's a big fan of John Carpenter. So, hey, we'll see. And also, <laughs> also, if you have seen the Super Bowl Mountain Dew ad that featured Billy and Gizmo, get ready, collectors. Mountain Dew is set to release a limited edition Gizmo doll retailing at $300. Now, did you guys see that commercial? Wait a minute. Do you work for Mountain Dew? That was amazing. No, I don't work. That was an awesome promo right there. I work for uh, for uh, Surge or uh... Surge. <laughs> What's that other one? <laughs> Looks like I'm gonna be Who making that other one. Wisconsin. 
No, actually, I work for Squirt. Squirt. <laughs> oh my god, Squirt. That's awesome. Nah, yeah, but did you guys see that commercial? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. No, no, you didn't see it. He drinks the he drinks it and then he's like, and then all his little the little gremlins are popping out his butt. Out his butt? Did they come out his butt? Or Isn't that where they come out of? Right? <laughs> I don't know what movie you were watching. The fucking gremlins. Have you seen him coming out his butt? They <laughs> always see it coming out of his back. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, you got a director's cut? Like fucking nasty director cut? Well, I mean, <laughs> how does it come out of your back, dude? Video I just figured man. they came out of his his hole. I don't know. Dave I that was a. Was that a was that a Josh video nasty director's cut? <laughs> Gremlins Pukaki. <laughs> no. You guys seen like there's a bunch of Easter eggs in that that commercial, you know, like Billy's daughter, she had her own gremlin and like how he was just kind of like rolling his eyes towards Gizmo and shit, like when he got wet again. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure, you know, because that, that commercial was like right back at it. Like they had Howie Mandel continue his role as gizmo and everyone else coming back into it like i just can't wait you know i've been hearing a lot of things about a part three coming and so when i seen that ad on the super bowl i was like oh shit like they, they really might be doing this and then so i think that everything's moving in the right direction i would love to see a new gremlins film definitely in this day and age from the first and second one what do you guys think about that yeah man i'm down i uh down? Yeah, uh, Max and I, that was one of the first movies we watched uh, with Gremlins mm-hmm. and then Gremlins 2. And we have watched Gremlins uh, pretty much every Christmas. So yeah. uh, I'm definitely down for a third one. I know he would be. Uh, now it's not even like it's his favorite movie anymore. We just watch it because it's like the thing to do. But, uh, you know, it's classic. You yeah. know, and now I got to watch it when I was a kid and now I'm watching it with my kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if they do come on with a new one, now it's a perfect time because all the adults that love it show it to their kids. So mm-hmm. generational. Yep. Yeah. yeah I, I was thinking they could make a new gremlin too, because they got Spike. Maybe they could make one called Squirt. Squirt. <laughs> Squirt all. Squirt all. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's turtle, cool though. Like, I have a I have a leopard gecko, you know what I mean? And my kids, they named him Gizmo, you know? So it's just, it's definitely something that it would be cool. And I can't wait to check it out. And so that wraps up horror news. Thank you, Brandon, for that horror news. We're <laughs> logging off. This is Brandon. <laughs> um, all right. So, you know, I know it's uh, already passed, but we want to go back a little bit and cover some of the St. Patrick's Day posts that we did uh, this past month. So, a tip of the cup to you. As, that was my... Uh... <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. Actually, I want to hear you do one, too. Me wants me gold. <laughs> Josh, no? Oh, no. man. Come on, man. Uh, you know what? I, I did. My wife got me a DNA test, and I don't know if I told you guys, when it first came back two years ago, I was uh, Middle Eastern, and it said I was related to all guys named Mohammed. But they must have revamped it. Uh, so now I am Irish, apparently. Well, no shit, dude. Look at you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm Swedish, <laughs> Norwegian, and Irish. Those are and, all the uh, things I thought you were. So that's awesome. <laughs> and all this time, I was like, I'm not Irish. I don't like St. Patrick's Day. But here I am being Irish, and I didn't even Did know. You know. <laughs> I got to get a shillelagh. <laughs> 
<laughs> so <laughs> anyways, so we, all right. So for the week before St. Patrick's day, we uh, highlighted seven films that are all from Ireland. So we tried to avoid the stereotypical leprechaun movies, which everybody watches. We enjoy as well. But for this one, I wanted to go a little deeper and actually get films that were filmed in Ireland or have Irish connections. So we got films like The Lodgers, The Devil's Doorway, The Canal, The Hollow, Nails, Sea Fever, and The Hole in the Ground. Um, I know I just named a bunch of films that probably nobody's seen, or maybe you've seen a couple of them, not all of them. I know for me, a lot of these were first time watches. Um, but I wanted to ask you guys before I go on any further, are you guys fans of any of the films that I just mentioned? Have you seen any of the films? So myself, I have only seen The Hole in the Ground, and I thought it was a it was a cool movie. Slow burn. Yeah. It was something I had checked out like a while ago. I remember when the trailer first came out, I posted it up a few um a few years ago. And when it finally came out, because I it was like kind of pushed back a few times. Yeah, but I thought it was it was I thought it was all right. It wasn't a bad film, but um, I I remember that was a film that you posted the um the trailer of pretty early on, and it didn't like you said it it got pushed back. And yeah. I remember me and you kind of being like, "Oh, that looks pretty cool." Um, and then when it actually came out, I kind of forgot that that was even the movie that we were talking about at the time yeah. because it was so far away from that date. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed that film too. I also liked it. The uh, really? the, the yeah the mom. Um, Cena first. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, oh my god, yeah. Oh, so you know, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she has a very yeah. unique look, and uh, I thought she was pretty amazing uh, in that movie, actually. Yeah, man. So me too. She she made the whole movie for me. Yeah. So. If you listen, we loved you. We love you. Dave's <laughs> <laughs> like robbing her panties. Come on, Dave. like in her inbox. Hey, would you like to come on to the show this week? You can't message her. She turned off her uh, ability to accept messages. Nah, I think she just fucking blocked. <laughs> I think that's just you, Dave. Whatever. I was looking in the inbox and I'm like, damn, why is this fucking message there like 10 times? Excuse me. What is up for you to join us on a segment? <laughs> why haven't you responded? I really did enjoy your performance. You dirty bitch. I can't stand you. <laughs> I never want to see you again. But talking about that, it's funny. Like, because there's actually like girls that kind of like that we follow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they have high profile horror pages and shit that kind of go through that shit with dudes that just fucking can't take no for an answer. You know what I mean? So it's like crazy that girls really have to fucking deal with that shit. Yeah. yeah Dave, seriously. you need to chill that shit out, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wish. You wish. <laughs> All right, Brandon is coming for me this season, I guess. <laughs> no, not one person will complain about PVD Horror's page. I promise you that. Nah, we're no. respectable. <laughs> but Dave's right. personal page that's a whole nother story right whoa 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 Josh why are you bringing whoa. my personal page into this <laughs> you're taking this to another level Josh damn man alright so for me for this back to this list of films that we were just talking about I know we just got off on the tangent so I watched all these films but a couple I want to highlight here just because I feel like they're a little lesser known The Devil's Doorway was a uh, found footage film from 2018 it's about a couple of priests who go into uh, nuns covenant and um, there's some crazy stuff going on. There's like an exorcism going on in this room. Uh, overall, there was definitely some flaws to this movie, but 
I will say there was a couple of scenes where I was like, oh man, that's actually really creepy, really effectively done. But then there were some scenes where it was like, it was just too much going on. Like the film, the camera was kind of a little bit too shaky and stuff like that. But it's on Hulu. I would tell you, I would say if you like found footage films, check it out. It's definitely got some good points to it. And what else did I watch that I wanted to talk about? So Sea Fever, another one that's on Hulu. It's like a, they're out in the ocean. They discover this new sea mammal. It's like an octopus looking thing. Um, it's at, and it ends up kind of like infecting everyone on the, sh- on the ship. There's some really cool elements to it, but it's a little boring. But overall, I would probably recommend uh, watching it if you kind of like sea uh, horror movies. And then the other one I want to say, just point out is The Hollow. I really love The Hollow. Have you guys seen it at all? It's a 2018 film. It's this family that moves into like the country and the woods have like these fairies, like these evil fairies that want to steal their child. Have you guys seen The Hollow? No, I have not seen that. Right. Definitely. Seen that. It sounds really familiar. It It's, I, I highly recommend this film. I watched it like four or five years ago. I really enjoy this film. I, I think I post it like every year because I really do enjoy this film. The Hollow 2015. I definitely recommend checking it out. There's a few films named The Hollow. That's why I keep highlighting what year it came out. And that is our St. Patty's Post. Nice. Don't hit that snooze button. It's time for Slept On Saturday. My pick for this week was uh, Phantasm 3, Lord of the Dead. You know, I always enjoyed this film. You know, people, it's like a forgotten, you know, sequel that people, some people hated on because they look at it. They, you know, the first two films always get the credit, you know, and then when it comes to the third, you know, I think that people just haven't really watched this film because I thought it was like really done well and um, had a great cast, you know, added on some new people. And it just had like a different a different view on things and kind of like explored a little bit more and kind of just went a little deeper. You know, Dave, like when we were um, in the convention in Connecticut a few years back and we were able to go to the Phantasm reunion and meet everybody, you know, like Reggie Bannister, Michael Baldwin. Uh, it was just um, and also Don, you know, it was just a, it was a great atmosphere of everything that was going on. It was a great time, and you know those are some great people in that film. And you know, Phantasm fans, it's it's just they've you know it's definitely an underrated series, and I think that it should just kind of be showcased a little bit more. I understand like the, the last film, you know, Part Four wasn't a big hit for everyone because to me, yeah, it wasn't done right. But, you know, it still kind of like levels everything out. But you just can't forget part three. What do you guys think about that film? Dude, I haven't seen that movie since it came out. So I don't remember much about it. I remember thinking all the Phantasm movies were awesome. I don't think I saw part four, but I remember the first three. Uh, I think I have part three Mm -hmm. on a VHS, actually. But I'm going to have to break it out now because I I haven't seen it since it came out. So, yeah. Now, yeah. Have you seen part three, Dave? I haven't. So that is one that is, as you know, that this year I was like, well, actually it was last year. I was like, I'm going to, mm-hmm. I got to make sure I get my way through that whole franchise. So I've actually only seen one and two as of now. So I am on three and I got to get that done pretty soon. Cause I know well, I- we are hoping to do a whole phantasm uh, episode one day. 
Yeah, we we have to do that. That's definitely in the in the plans. Now, do you still have that the DVD set that I gave you that had all of them together? I think I gave it back to you because the rest of them were all on Shutter. I just needed it for part two, so I I think okay, I returned yeah. it last time I saw you. But yeah, now you liked part two, right? I did. I did. Yeah. yeah. I think that you would like part three. It's definitely slept on. So yeah, that was my pick of the week. If you guys have not seen Phantasm three, check it out. You're definitely missing a good film. Cool, man. Uh, that brings me to my slept on, which was Panic Beats, which was uh, Paul Nachi straight out of Spain film. The subtitle, it does have subtitles, but I'm a huge Paul Nachi fan. Um, and this one, Man, it, it gets a lot of hate, uh, but for some reason, I absolutely love it. Uh, starts off with a knight uh, that is just killing his wife, uh, bludgeons her to death with one of those big, what do they call those spiky balls that swing on the chain? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, spiky balls? Spiky ball that swings on a chain. <laughs> balls. Dave, Dave's got one. He sent a picture of it to the girl from the hole in the ground, right? Um, that one, Dave. The so Josh, you're not even funny, funny, bro. I'm funny in my own, and that's what matters. <laughs> the uh, so the, the the knight has one of those, he kills his wife, and then you fast forward to modern day, and the guy uh brings his wife up there, and he's sleeping with the maid, and he um tries to scare his wife to death, and it's pretty cool. Um, then the maid turns turns on him and kills him, and the knight is all pissed off, and it's it's uh. It's just fucking incredible. And it looks almost um, Jalo-esque, Dave. So I know you would appreciate that. But um, And in Spain, like, Paul Nachi is a superhero. Uh, writer, director, actor, weightlifter, singer. I, I don't know. They, I, I, he's probably a rocket scientist there. Like, he does. He, he's the man amongst men in Spain. Um, and I just think this movie's super overlooked and it's really good. I, I must, I, I watch this thing every couple of years, uh, for like 20 years now. So highly recommend it. Awesome. I didn't That's even ask you guys if you saw it. Cause I know you didn't. Thank you. No, Josh, but I will also haven't seen it. And then in a couple of weeks, I'm going to repost it as <laughs> uh, Sunday night streams. And say no, you did. I never heard you say that you fucking like this film. So <laughs> that's like a great plan. I'm gonna do it. Cool, cool. All right. Sunday night streams. Uh, my. T- choice for Sunday Night Streams this week was uh, In Search of Darkness, the 2019 documentary that you you can now stream on Shudder. You know, um, I know for a lot of people that the time, the runtime of the film can definitely turn people off. But I think a lot of the the history and behind the scenes and stuff that they kind of like let you know about, I think it's really cool. You know, it's about four and a half hours long. Uh, I thought it was a Great documentary, definitely for horror fans. If you have not seen it, check it out. Now, have you guys seen it? I didn't yet. No, I've not seen it. I have not seen it either. Yeah, I've watched it a few times, and uh, it's it's definitely a cool cool film. And so, 
Also, you guys might want to hurry up and check that out because um, on April 26th, they're going to be releasing part two on Shudder. And so um, that's going to be exclusive just for Shudder. If you haven't seen the first one, check it out and then go go check out the new one because I know with this one, they're going to start focus on a little bit more of uh, the uh, special effects and everything like that. So that'll be definitely cool to kind of like add a little bit to your hard knowledge. Check it out. Thank you, Brandon. I love all things that are cool. I'm glad you do. Top podcast in the U.S. <laughs> very important to my life. All Ooh, right. Very important. <laughs> so that brings me to my Sunday stream, which was the film Spiral. I think it's a 2019 film. It is a Shutter exclusive. It's about a couple, a dude couple that moves into a new neighborhood and as they move in, one of the gentlemen in the couple starts to think that things are off. And he believes that his neighbors are up to some crazy stuff and everything starts to really be weird. And uh, it turns into what we understand to be, a, there's a cult, I guess, is what you would say. And insanity ensues, I guess, is all I can say about it. I don't want to give away the ending, there's a lot of twists, a bunch of like, you know, did this really happen? Did it not? I'm not going to tell you if it did or not. But um, overall, not the greatest Shutter exclusive. But if you are looking for something to stream, something, and you like, if you like movies about cults, if you like just watching something a little different than a slasher, it's definitely a nice change of pace. Uh, it's more like thriller. Yeah, that was my Sunday stream. Uh, gonna make a broad assumption neither of you guys watched it. No, I think wasn't you and Josh supposed to make the reboot of this film? Why? It was a couple. Two dudes. Was that was that supposed to mean? What are you trying to say? I just want to say I think I think you guys were set to make the reboot in 2022. Uh oh, they chose me and Josh because this one was about an interracial couple, and me and Josh are two white guys. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> You know what? Let's Is just that why this. you're pointing that out, Brandon? No, let's just cut this out. <laughs> it kind of went, went a little bit too far. We're going to cut this out. But, oh, Dave, that sounds like a great choice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, no. man. So, yeah, that was my that was my pick. I know that uh, for Gay Pride Month, we do like to highlight films um, in the genre of what they call queer horror. Um, this will definitely be featured that month for, uh, when we do that, because I thought they handled it really well. It like wasn't the focal point of the film. Like the whole point of them moving into this neighborhood and like kind of sticking out. Yeah, easily it could have been said it was because it was they were a gay couple, but I don't, that wasn't actually the primary focus of why they, like what the whole plot line was about. So I thought... That was pretty cool because like I thought that that's what they were going to try to say. But it was like that was kind of like what you would think as you were going into the film. But that wasn't actually what it was. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely um, think that that's that was a interesting film. So check it out if you guys are interested. Not the most glowing uh, review, but it's fine. <laughs> you know what? Not every film is for you. You know, not every film's for me. It's just the way it goes. Uh, That's the way yeah. films go. That was Jack Jackson. How come I can't sing, but you can sing? 
I'm hurt, Dave. Um, it's that time of the week where we highlight a unheard of, underrated, underground, independent, low-budget gem, happily titled So Bad It's Good. So that brings me to my film Slacks, which came out in 2020, uh, but finally got released this year. It was at a festival or something. I don't know, last year. So Slacks is about a killer pair of pants and has everything you would think that a killer pair of pants movie would have. Tons of crazy killings. Uh, obviously the pants are possessed because everything that is an inanimate object in a horror film is always possessed. So that is one of the tropes along with inanimate objects. This movie was probably one of the best inanimate object movies ever because it like, not only did it actually build uh, a creepy atmosphere, you wanted to see a lot of the characters get killed, which was really cool. Uh, Some of the characters, the acting was incredible and you just, I, I hated them. So when they started dying, I was so happy. Uh, I jumped off my couch screaming. I was so excited. Yeah. So it, it was a really good film, uh, really well done. And it really takes a look at a lot of big. So the, the moral of the story is this big chain company that makes these clothes. They hire all these third world country workers and say, oh, look, we're giving them jobs and money, but they're working, you know, 18 hours a day, sweating their balls off for like a nickel kind of thing. And one of the children, a 13-year-old girl gets killed and ends up possessing these pants. And uh, there's a big backstory there. Um, So it does have like a lot of like moral issues in the film, which makes it 10 times better when you see these pair of pants just kill everybody. It's absolutely amazing. So did you guys see it? Uh, Not yet. It just came out on Shutter, so I do plan to watch it soon. And knowing that you liked it, I will lower my expectations. <laughs> you know what? Here um, we go again. So <laughs> here we go again. Films, uh, they're working with no budget. And here, yeah. here's the thing I really like about. Uh, so a lot of people are like Josh. How can you like those movies? Like, come on. If you seriously think about this, Jaws had what? Oh, here uh, we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forget their budget, but it was like eight million dollars, I think it was, in 1979 to make Jaws, which is like the gold standard of horror films, right? If you look at three percent inflation up to 2021, you're looking at Avengers type uh, budget. I was told there would be no math. Yeah, uh, I didn't <laughs> do math right there. <laughs> I can't do math, but um. You know, and and these guys are coming in making these movies for a couple of hundred or a couple of thousand dollars. And what they're about, like, with the So Bad It's Good, when somebody can make something for 500 or a couple of thousand dollars and, and compete with somebody with millions and millions of dollars in a film, that's what makes it really good to me. And this one had a budget. This one definitely had a budget. It looked sleek. Uh, it was very modern. So it, it was actually extremely well done, edited well, and everything else. So high praise for this. And you, I think you will actually enjoy it because it did have a budget. So well, I am Josh, I'm ready. very intrigued to watch a film about a tight pair of pants uh, 
squeezing up on someone's nuggets and killing them. So <laughs> I knew you would, Dave. I knew you would. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, nuggets. I plan, you know what? If this film is like really that good, Josh, I might try to reboot and try to make Sisters of the Traveling Pants a horror film. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> might as well do it. That's Sisterhood awesome. Sisterhood of the Traveling Slacks. <laughs> Ooh, the slacks. What size pants are these pants, Josh? Uh, what are they like the size ball. two that the girl could have fit well, in again? They got to be skinnies. So here's the thing. When you yeah. put them on, you put these they, pants on, and they automatically fit to your body. They're magic pants. Ooh. Ooh. I know. I you own a couple pair of magic pants, Josh, huh? <laughs> Yeah, me, elastic, me, uh, these like elastic pants, like those fucking husky pants. <laughs> Huskies. <laughs> Why well, gotta put my size <laughs> into this, dude? Dude, I lost my so pants. Oh, my dungarees. <laughs> I'm rocking the Jenkos, 18 sizes too big. The skunks. <laughs> <laughs> and if you if you get that reference, we like you. Yeah. Are those bugle boy jeans you're wearing? Hell no, girl. You know they pull <laughs> <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Shut up. It's Friday. You ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. It's bears and scares. All right, we're on bears and scares, and that'll socket. No, 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 no. When I'm socket, when I'm socket, we're in uh, your neck of the woods, Brandon. Well, oh, not yeah. really, but kind of. All right. So the film that I'm going to go over for beers and scares is Leprechaun: Back to the Hood. <laughs> so um, a couple of years ago, I watched Leprechaun in the Hood, and then I realized, you know, I don't think I ever saw Back to the Hood, so I decided to watch that this year. And oh man, was I in for a treat! So I I am going to venture to say Back to the Hood blows Leprechaun in the Hood out of the water. I don't know if anyone agrees with me or if anyone cares about either of these two films. But um, I actually found Back to the Hood to be pretty entertaining. It is obviously dumb as as fuck, but um, it is uh, kind of a good time to watch. It's it's fun. He's having a good time. You know, he's a little guy just murdering the shit out of everybody. Um, I there's this funny ass scene though where a white guy goes to buy drugs in in the hood, and <laughs> he goes and he says the n word, and they're like, "Nah, man, it's ninjas." <laughs> it like reminded me of when I was younger, and we used to be like, "What up, my ninja?" Just because like we were afraid to say the actual words, and like you know. <laughs> And rightfully so, but uh, I just thought that was such a funny reference because it reminded me of like when people used to say that back then. Um, So as you guys know, for Bears and Scares, I'm always pairing these these movies up with a beer. And since it was uh, St. Patrick's Day, I was drinking a beer from Appenog Brewing in Warwick called Good Crake Irish Stout. And it was a 4.3% Irish Stout. If you guys ever have had an Irish Stout or like a Guinness or whatever, um, you know, not a whole lot of like flavor. It's kind of a, it's, it, as it says, it's dry. It's a dry stout. Um, but it does the trick. I actually, 
uh, poured some Bailey's into my Irish stout and made it into like a, an Irish cream stout. So that made it even better. Uh, but overall, for the style, it was really good. So definitely um, check out Appenog Brewing in Warwick, uh, Rhode Island. If you guys are ever in the area, um, they got some good stuff over there. Brandon, you ever been to Appenog Brewing yet? No, I have not been. The one right by, behind the mall? At yep. the uh, there was yeah. the old mill that not turned into like a hotel that burned down. You know? Yeah, Nilo. That's my Nilo. Spot. Yeah, and the the part that burned in the back is where they are now, and it gets pretty oh, okay. busy there. So if you go right now, I know they got COVID restrictions, so I think that has a lot to do with why you got to make like reservations almost. Um, but if you're going to eat there, just make sure you call ahead. The and Nilo. Dave sent me. <laughs> Tom Dave sent me. Yeah, Tom Dave sent you. <laughs> Nasty Dave. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. I really wanted to sneak in a second film here. I'm just going to say it. Um, I wanted to compare this one to Leprechaun Returns. Um, I really enjoyed Leprechaun Returns. So I'm going to ask yeah, you guys yeah. what you guys thought about the two films, even though I didn't really talk about Leprechaun Returns, but that was the sci-fi one that came out a couple of years ago. Um, different guy mm-hmm. playing Leprechaun. Um, it's not Warwick Davis. It is um, okay. Hornswoggle, right? No, nope. Hornswoggle was another one. No, uh, I'm going to tell you in two seconds. If you give me two seconds, so which one had ice, ice, uh, ice, ice tea? That was Leprechaun in the Hood. That was the first um, Leprechaun in the Hood. Yeah. So Lyndon Porco. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying his last name correctly. Uh, Porco. <laughs> he's he played leprechaun in leprechaun returns uh but they brought back the guy from teen wolf i can't remember what his character name is the the big guy from teen wolf um that's even yeah. sandwich on the basketball court mm-hmm. um they brought him back for that film i just i really enjoyed that film i thought it was super fun and like just some cool elements so i wanted to ask you guys what do you think about both of those films all right. So for me, you know, um, I think we kind of talked about this, like this, the Leprechaun series a while back on the first episode when we had D'Lo Draws had a little uh, appearance on the show. He's a big fan of Leprechaun films. Uh, you know, my kids are big Leprechaun fans. And so we always watch the films, you know, for myself, I watch them. They're not bad, but it's just like you know, they like to watch them over and over and over again. And so they always thought like the Leprechaun in the Hood series was just hysterical. They always fucking laughing. I'm just sitting there just like, oh, you guys are crazy. Enjoy these films. But yeah, you know, from the the Leprechaun in the Hood, you had Ice-T in the second one. You had a different cast like Paige Kennedy. And I think Sticky Fingers from Onyx was in the, the second one. He was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it, it's definitely <laughs> different. You know what I mean? I, I appreciate films. I can definitely take the killer and put them in a different you know element and everything and put them in a different place and kind of like showcase that and so i thought it was cool that they put them in the hood kind of like jason takes manhattan where people can say who was in new york he was on the fucking boat for most of the movie like go well, fuck yourself right so but he's still in new york <laughs> so i appreciate them doing stuff like that and for the new one i thought it was actually cool for a film for sci-fi I'm usually not a big fan of like sci-fi films, kind of like what they did with Jeepers Creepers 3. Terrible fucking movie. And that's supposed to begin a reboot soon. But yeah, I thought I thought it was a decent film that they uh did for sci-fi. Uh I I gotta tell you, there's not a bad leprechaun film. Uh I have been highly entertained by every leprechaun 
film that I have watched. Part three, where he goes to Vegas, is still my favorite. Um, yeah, yeah. Followed by Space, uh, which was just the middle finger at the end was is what done it for me. Um, and then uh, In the Hood uh, was my next favorite. So that I haven't seen a bad Leprechaun movie yet. Even um, um, even the Hornswoggle one. You know that one was was a little different. It was really fast paced, if I remember correctly. That was the one where um, it was the origins, and he was running through the woods and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I, he didn't speak in that one, but yeah, it was, it was a solid horror movie. You know what I mean? I thought it was done well. I was still entertained by it. I mean, not as much as the other ones. It's probably last on the list, but it's still probably better than like the hole in the ground. You know, for me, anyway. Nice. In the house, your feature presentation. All right, so now it's time to get into the feature presentation film of the week. My choice was uh, Wrong Turn 2021 Reboot. AKA Wrong Turn, The Foundation. Everyone knows how I'm a big fan of the Wrong Turn series. If you listen to season one, if you haven't, you can go back and check it out. But I'm a big fan of uh, cheesy horror films with great kills. And Wrong Turn was definitely one of those films for me. This reboot, I really can't hate on it that much. It's one of those films that you would say hey this would be cool if it was named something else you know if it had its own his own lane you know i thought this film was really decent but to follow up as a wrong turn film it 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 just didn't fit that mold because it was like the first one was it's kind of like the first one where it was taking itself serious and you know from the sequels it was just like you know what we're just going to go out there and then just have fun with this and just do some fucking crazy kills and just make a crazy film, you know? And the director, Mike P. Nelson, could have just just made his own lane and just and made his own film, you know what I mean? It would have been awesome. Yeah. Now, Dave, you've seen this film, right? Yeah, yep. Now, what did you th- think about it? So, I enjoyed it. Like you said, I think it could have probably been more enjoyable if I didn't have the um, frame of the wrong turn series in my head mm-hmm. because yeah. it really kind of stood out on its own. Like it did the, the whole thing, like instead of doing like the inbreds, it did a different style of inbreds, I guess. Yeah. Um, yep. So it really didn't need to be wrong turn for me to be able to like it. I know they were trying to cash in on the name. So I'm sure that played a lot into it, but I actually, I found it enjoyable. I thought the the little culture of people that they end up coming into at some point was like getting into a little bit of a stretch. Um, So depending on like who's watching, there might be people that are like, ah, no, this is just getting too far out of hand for me, but I was, I was okay with it. I thought it was going to lose me, but it ended up being like, keep, you know, keep me reeled in. And the, I got to say the last, the very, very last scene was (laughs) awesome. I was going to ask you, I was going to ask if you watched that part. <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually, I think, honestly, anything that might have lost me towards the end was totally regained by that scene. So I was like, oh, yeah. that's cool. That was cool. Now, now, shout out to Jonah, because 
I give him my uh, HBO Max login, you know, and he repays me in uh, video codes that I can sit there and download. And this was one of the films that he gave me. He gave me the uh, pass of uh, Wrong Turn. That so if nice. you've seen like the comic shit, he was kind of talking shit to him about, oh, you're welcome. Jonah, fuck you. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the, the end of that film, when I seen that fucking RV just start swerving. Yeah, that was great. I was like, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, that was great. Like, all right, all right, all right. I don't want to spoil it for anybody else, but just continue to watch that film to the end, and I think you might appreciate that last part. I uh, the one thing I I did not like about the film was the old Icelandic that the people um, were up there doing, and uh, it was like this old Norse religion kind of thing. And I was like, wait a minute. You're up on a mountain. Like, how long have you been there? And uh, it didn't. That that didn't make a lot of sense. The kills were pretty cool. I'll give them that. The kills. Were did awesome. you Did you find it to be insensitive to your people? Is that why you didn't you didn't care for it, it Josh? Was, it was actually uh, when it started off. It it was really well done. I found it really interesting when they were arrested, so to speak. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. Like you're on their land, and you know, like they're arresting you for killing somebody like you, you, you know, they didn't ask, they didn't say anything. They just thought this guy was a killer. So, um, it kind of, I, I, I should have done a spoiler there, but, uh, it sets the tone for the rest of the movie. And I, I like the indigenous people for that aspect, but then, uh, it jumped the shark a little bit there in the middle and then the end totally made up for it. So, and it wasn't like, my favorite film so far this year, but this year I've watched like 50 or 60 movies from Twitter. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, it's one of the most well put together. That's for sure. No. So it's up there, man. So that, that, that's my take on it. Cool, man. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as you guys know, uh, I've been doing a horror icon throwdown for quite a while. Dave, thank you for giving me the horror icon throwdown name. I just called it Versus. So we have well over 100 at this point that I have done. Uh, we've been doing, I've been doing them for so long. So I actually started this years and years ago, switched over to TVD and started putting them up there. So if you go in the uh, Instagram thing, you can see the throwdown and there's 101 and a lot in the other one. And this one, I did Burt Gummer from Tremors versus Dutch from The Predator. I did not think that people would really like this one. However, it got quite a few comments. So if it came down to Bert versus Dutch, who would win? Dutch. Why? Um, because he's Arnold. <laughs> Get down. Get down. Wait, wait. Dutch as in Ed O'Neill from Married with Children. You guys ever seen what? that movie? No, no. Or is it your you Dutch? The movie Dutch? The- your comedy is lost, Steve. Damn it. Damn it. Dave, I think it was his Dutch oven that he gives to his wife <laughs> every morning. Yeah, 
Uh, so Brandon, Brandon, who who would you pick? Happy life, happy wife. Is a Dutch oven, baby. Uh, you got to fart on the missus. That's how you stay married. Definite. <laughs> That's definitely how you do it. Hey, in my defense, I am the only one out of this group that is married, and I have been married for... I have no fucking idea how long I've been married. Oh, my God. A uh, long time. A long been... time. That's nice. That's nice, Josh. I don't think... I think I'm going to let your wife have that part of the episode. Yeah. See how... uh, uh, Josh, which one would you pick? Uh, actually, I would pick Bert. I loved Bert, and uh, somebody made a, a great comment on this. There was actually a couple of them. Who, who was it? Bad Taste PVD said, Bert is the legend. Here he battled them graboids through seven movies and a TV show. And he's uh, he's been saving us from them his whole life. He's the GOAT. So uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And a couple other people like really like Dutch in the uh, or Bert in the comments. So shout out to Bad Taste PVD for that. That was the first comment that came in and I was like, dude, that's awesome. But then uh, there's another one that said Dutch beat Predators asked so bad that he killed himself and he didn't have a massive arsenal. Uh, he just covered himself in mud and uh, whipped his uh, todays out. That's what it said. And called him an ugly motherfucker and stuff. So it was it it was uh, quite surprising to get such a good reaction to that throwdown, but I would go with Bert all day and night. I love Bert. So Bert and Ernie. That's great. Yeah. I cried when Bert okay. died. Okay. Why you just ruin that for me? I didn't even see the last tremors, man. Say look at you. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You do not know it was all over social media, dude. I don't yeah, know social right. media like you. My phone's been off. I, I would my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Shut up. Now you're just making fun of me. <laughs> I put Instagram back on my phone just so I could make posts for you guys. All right. Well, I think you told me that Bert died a while ago because you and Max, Max had to like rub you down with like some types of tea tree oil or something like that. <laughs> I, was, I was balling. You lost Max your, was like, Dad, it's going to be okay. You lost your hero. You lost I did. your hero. You had to make I you some sleepy time. You had to take care of you. It's all right. It's okay. It's loving you is easy because you're beautiful. It's follower pick of the week. <laughs> all right. So for our follower picks of the week, our first one we have here it asked what our favorite female killer was. So the one that we got as our winner was Pamela Voorhees. So I'm going to ask which one was that what you guys would pick or do you guys have a better pick than that? I would have to go with that since that's one of my favorite franchises. Um, uh, yeah, I agree with that. My favorite female killer uh, were the Psycho Sisters. How did I know that's what you're going to say? yeah okay and who are they josh uh you know what i don't even remember their names <laughs> you don't even remember their names yeah i haven't watched it in quite a while the uh, tracy lords no no it started as a short film then it was remade by wave productions in 96 then it was remade again by ei i think they did it. ei had his, their hand in it and that was in um 98 i think or 2000 or something like that so it's had uh 
it's had different lives. Okay. All right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Pamela Voorhees, definitely a good pick uh, for that one. And for our second follower pick, we had what is the essential St. Patrick's Day viewing? And surprise, surprise, it is was decided to be Leprechaun, which I assume you guys all would have agreed on as well. So no surprise there. Uh, I want to just thank everybody for voting on those follower picks. You guys are amazing. Uh, each week we get seem to get more and more, so I appreciate it. But uh, for this week, shout out to... I'm going to try to say some of these names. Um, Thesa Podcast, uh, Mistress of the Imaginarium, Shades the Brown Guy, Doom Buggy 72, and Mommy's Monsters. You guys were the ones who picked those two winners. Uh, so thank you. And for everybody else who has contributed, thank you very much. Also, I want to give a shout out to the Horror Pod fam that we have on Instagram. We've been added to a, a cool, you know, messenger group full of great podcasters that share the same love of horror as us. And anybody else that's out there doing podcasts, shout out to Guts Podcast, everybody else, you know. Strange show. Yeah. All of them. All the podcasts. Can only listen to so it. many, prioritize mm-hmm. us, and then listen to all of them. Yeah, there's so many good ones. Yeah. Not as good as ours. Let's let's clarify. <laughs> All right. All right. And then um and then the other thing we wanted to do was just go over um a few more shout outs for some uh Instagram followers who use our tags. So the first one is our PVD horror cosplay tag. So we get horror demon chick we recently uh featured on our page. We have the F13 Friday tag, so use that for any uh Friday the 13th cosplay. XX Slasher Queen XX Killing Machine Cosplay 93, Factor 13 Studios, and Camille 0.0, all people who tagged that one. And the last one we got is our Spooky Sketch Sunday, uh, Gideon Void Art and Shadowlander Art with the sick drawings that we have posted on our page. Thank you to all you guys for using that tag all those tags please guys we would love to see some new people up there so if you guys uh fit into any of these categories use our tags we will definitely gladly feature you guys because we love doing that with new people so that's that's it that's what i gotta say the uh i just want to add to that real quick so on instagram uh we have a really good following um so I've been working on the Facebook and we have a PVD horror group in Facebook where a lot of podcasters are promoting their stuff on the bubble. Uh, Cause that's what I, that's what we made it for to bring the community together. So all those podcast people, um, the PVD horror Facebook group is the place to be. Uh, we also have writers and actors and uh, movie makers and everybody else uh, and that's starting to get traction now because I, I fixed a lot of stuff on it. So, uh, All because of Josh. Can, yeah. Well, you guys don't have Facebook. Uh, so I went on Facebook and just did it because, um, there's a lot of badass groups on Facebook and, um, I really love the stuff that people post in our group. So hopefully we can have a badass group like all the other ones, right? 
So there you go. That's what we're all about. Badass. Sounds good. Badassery, guys. All right. All right, guys. I want to thank everybody for listening. This has been fun to get back into our groove. All right, guys. So signing off, this is Dave. This is Joshua. And this is Brandon. Have a good night. Take it easy. So well, when I print, when I do the post, it's the unheard of, underrated, underground, independent, low budget jam, happily titled. How about Dude, that? You, you should 100% do that. <laughs> that was the best thing you've ever said. <laughs> the best thing you've ever said, ever. And we are all smarter for having heard that. <laughs> all right, I'm going to try Beers and Scares again because you guys are doing too good. <laughs> no, no. We need we need somebody to sound really crappy. So the rest shut of up, Josh. I hate you. <laughs> I quit. I quit the podcast. Too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. One of you guys pick a shirt. Ah man, fuck you, Dave. I already know you're gonna fucking put that in the bloopers when you sing that song. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah, but absolutely. Game over.